Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I want to welcome you to this week's very exciting topic. Now, before I tell you about that, first of all, let me just tell you a little bit about the Business Creators Radio Show for those of you who are tuning in for the very first time. As we say this is the Business Creators Radio Show, our listeners are what we like to call business creators. And these can fall into one of several different categories. Just four that I know of include entrepreneurs, small business owners, and local business owners, marketing and business coaches, other folks who help others build their businesses and win at the game of business and marketing. These can be designers, strategists, assistants, implementers, anybody whose efforts help others achieve return on investment in their business and marketing. And, of course, do-it-yourselfers who run your own businesses and just love having your own hands on the levers and making things happen yourself. If you are one or more of the above, please take a moment, explore our episodes, and discover how our guest experts can help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated and helps us spread the message and help more business creators just like you. Do a search for Business Creators Radio Show, you'll find us. So today, we have a topic that I know is on a lot of folks' minds because this is one of the top questions we get not only on the Business Creators Radio Show, but also at our Business Creators Institute, which is about elevating your value and charging what you're worth. See, the level at which you value yourself and value the difference you make to your clients is in direct proportion to what money you make in your business. To make more money, to ask for more money, and to love the clients you work with, your value must be elevated. Building a brand is so much more than having a nice-looking website or speaker sheet. It's really about having a, brown, a, excuse me, a brand foundation that is unbreakable, and that's part of what we're going to talk about today. I'm very excited to have with us brand expert Jenna Rodriguez, who is going to provide a formula that will not only increase your confidence, but also your brand clarity and your bottom line. And just to tell you a little bit about Jenna before we bring her on here, she's a brand marketing strategist, speaker, and author, and she's the founder of Brand with Jenna, a brand and marketing coaching company that educates, elevates, and inspires women entrepreneurs in the United States and Canada. Her passion is transforming their businesses with brand strategy, marketing, and image-building yeah, image expertise that will move them from so-so to wow. Jenna helps women apply the power of branding to their business to increase profitability. Do you want to work with clients you love and make the money you truly want in your business? Do you feel that your message might need some improvement? This and more is what Jenna shows business owners and business creators just like you. She also shows them why branding is the greatest game changer and how to amplify it for bigger results through strategic branding and marketing coaching. So basically, we're bringing together two closely related concepts, branding and charging what you're worth. Jenna has helped clients surpass the six-figure mark and see increases of up to 300% or more in their businesses. She's been working in brand consulting and business marketing, finance, and imaging for more than 20 years or most of my lifetime. Her extensive knowledge has influenced business owners to truly understand the brand within them and catapult their success. Jenna has taken many small to mid-sized businesses from startup to standout. So, Jenna, do we have you on the line? I am here. How are you? 
Couldn't be better if you paid me a million dollars, although that should not discourage <laughs> you from trying. <laughs> That's right. I'll take the million, and then I'll tell you how it feels. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, I only have one regret here, and it's that we only have 60 minutes because there's so much we need yeah. to cover here today. And I know that we have so many of our listeners tuned in because this is one of the most popular and most in-demand topics within my own tribe. So I know this is right. going to resonate with a lot of folks. Now, so before we dive in, however, what I want to do is just sort of take a step back and give those of our listeners who may not have had a chance to get to know you yet a chance to learn sort of where you're coming from. So just tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you are where you are today as a brand marketing strategist, speaker, and author helping entrepreneurs and business creators. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, certainly thank you for the opportunity to do so and be here with you and your audience, and I love the name. I love business creators, so uh, well, that's exactly what we are, And yes. uh, but, you know, the truth is for me is I haven't always been an entrepreneur. I do uh, come from corporate a corporate background for about nine, ten years of my history, um, and but I always had that entrepreneur DNA. And I think it's something, you know, it's just part of you. And there's this vision that you have and this potentiality that you want and and, uh, and all of that. And I just, you know, early on in my 20s, I wasn't exactly clear on how to ha- make that happen. Um, right. So some of my history, I used to be a controller for um, a computer consulting firm and a public accounting firm. And uh, and then before that, my life before that was even in another industry, which was fashion, uh, fashion design and makeup artistry, and and also some marketing and you know working as a marketing specialist for a company. So I have this vast range uh, array of experience. And the funny thing is, of course. You know, my parents back in the early days were like, can you just figure out what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> and uh, stick with it? And I was like, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. Right. And the beauty of it is all of that, all of that experience is exactly what brought me to today. And um, so I think that's true for all of us. Sometimes we have to go down. My my path is very winding and mm-hmm. hills and valleys and over the over the you know cliff and jump off there and you know, land on my feet, and um, and so part of my path has been to um, really just discover more of who I am and the gifts that I bring to people. And um, and not so long ago, I I did take the leap of faith and jumped out of corporate um, as that controller, and I I went and purchased a um, clothing boutique, a, a women's boutique, and I. Uh, I was like, okay, this is my chance. I can own my own thing. I'm going to rebrand it. I'm going to be, you know, in charge of the marketing and all the creative ideas. And I had obviously the, the, you know, money background. I mean, the handling the numbers. And, and so I took the leap and it was, it was literally one of the best things I ever did. It was that crossroad where I was like, okay, you know, something's going to change. And, and I took that leap of faith and, um, fast forward only about a year later, I was at another major crossroad and a pivotal point where I had to make a really, really hard decision. And the truth of it is, is I had reached a point in that business that I was uh, two months behind on rent. I was uh, having trouble paying my employees. I was, you know, struggling right. to get the clients in the door. I And I was maxed out on my personal lines of credit. I was maxed out. I, I just had no choice, no options, right? I was, I felt very pressure 
uh, pressurized. Yeah. And, um, and bottom line is I had to make a decision. Do I let this dream of entrepreneurship that I had so, you know, um, uh, enthusiastically jumped into, do I let that go and, and pick a new dream or, you know, or can I keep this going? I mean, it's like, what do I, what do I do? And, um, and I share this story with everyone because I've been there. <laughs> like, it's not all glamorous, you know, sometimes. And when I had to make the decision, I, I realized that at the time, the most important thing was me to make sure my family was good. I had young children and, you know, my husband and it's like, I couldn't make the the numbers work. I was, you know, kind of sinking in a, a black hole, if you want to call it. And I had to shut that store and unfortunately had to file bankruptcy. And it was so heartbreaking. And so, um, yet, I also woke up the next day going, this is not going to stop me. And I say that because I know that's what we face. Even if it's not, you know, it's kind of like I ask people, I'm like, what's your bankruptcy? Right? What's your bankruptcy in life? What is... What, has, what have you had to face that sometimes you have to let the dream go or you have to change course or you have to make that really hard decision because it's just the right thing to do in the moment and, and you've got to have enough faith in yourself and enough, um, you know, belief to know that what, no matter what happens, you can pick yourself back up and keep moving. And I knew at that moment and I was really clear that I didn't want to go work for someone else. I wanted to be a business creator like you call it. And I knew that entrepreneurship was still my path. I just didn't know what. So fast forward, um, you know, I woke up that next day and said, okay, just tell me what's next. You know, I just, you know, put it out in the universe and I'm like, something has to happen, but I am not going to go work at another job, right, the J-O-B. <laughs> and sure right. enough, my husband was what, running a web and graphic design company. So obviously you can relate to that. And um, and I just said, okay, great, let's just do this together. I have the marketing and the brand strategy, you know, strength and graphic. I, I'm also an artist, and uh, I could handle the graphic design. I just didn't have the technical, so that was his part, right? He was very, um, he handled the development part of it. And right. sure enough, we partnered for like six years, and we quadrupled the business. It grew, and I finally was in the zone, right? I was starting to get back in the zone, and and um, and then. Uh, and just to kind of get the story out quick and easy here, I basically hit a point where I personally wasn't living my brand. And right. I, I felt disconnected. I felt a little lost. And, uh, you know, talking about, you know, kind of what you opened up with, it's like my worth and my value. I wasn't getting the money I, I felt I was worth. And so something was missing. And it was also missing for my husband because he also is a professional musician and he's amazing at it. And he was feeling that same, you know, disconnection. So we made another very hard decision. And basically, we sat knee to knee and, and said, okay, something's got to give. This has got to change. You know, we're, we're not, it's not working the way it is. And again, another hard decision. And we basically decided to, uh, I, I dramatically say this, but fire him from the partnership, right? So he can go <laughs> live his dream. And I'll take over the business. I'll take over as it is at the at the given time. So we didn't kill the business, right? I just shifted it. And the beauty of that is, number one, I was able to step more into who I was meant to be, into what I am doing today. And so that's where my path has taken me. And he is able to go step into what he is, which is a professional bass guitar uh, player. And uh, and it's been it was one of the hardest decisions, and it probably took me a year. 
to make that decision, and it was like one of the best things I've ever done for him, me, and my family. And now I'm the brand and marketing and, and business coach and strategist, and I'm helping entrepreneurs really show up um, as who they are meant to be and who they want to be versus, you know, hiding behind something that's just not really them. And I do that because I came from that experience. And so that's the short and long story of it. And, uh, and, and it's just amazing. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, it is your story. It is the path you've been on that really helps to develop the brand that you are. And I don't go out there creating brands for people because it's not the logo and, and the expression of the brand that we're talking about. But I help people really see who they are meant to be and then they can step more into it. And that's the beauty of what I do, and I just love it. I'm just so, you know, connected to, you know, the miracles and the things that come from being able to, you know, be that brand. And that's what I'm I'm just really grateful for. So that's the story. <laughs> yeah, could you tell me a little bit about your passion and your enthusiasm? I think you're the first guest who's ever taken a fifth of the entire episode just to tell their story. I mean, your your energy for this, your love yeah. of who you are and what you're doing just exudes through. I mean, I had this vision of sunlight coming through my wall as I listened to that. It was incredible. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's super sweet. Yeah, I am. I feel really really passionate about what I'm what I'm meant to be doing in in this life. And, you know, the more people we can impact and the more people we can, you know, inspire, I am all about it. So that's what I love helping other people do. Yeah. Very <laughs> that's good. Really funny. Very, very Thank good. You. Well, we better we better get down to business here. But first, real quick. Yes. Uh, here in the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide the tools, the techniques, and the strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. And a lot of our listeners tell me that they have everything at their disposal to implement anything that they learn on Business Creators Radio Show, except for two things: time and money. Now, I yes. ask this question of every expert who appears on our show. And I like not only the variety of answers, but the variety of interpretations of the question. So how do time and money impact branding and marketing? Yeah, it's, uh, it does. And I think, you know, really getting clear on your brand and stepping more into, you know, who you are and expressing it actually is what helps create uh, the money that you're, that you're looking for. And the uh, time, you know, time is, uh, is something that we have to be very strategic around and we have to learn how to run a business. You know, so I, you know, I know I, I talk a lot about brand and because I'm very passionate about um, how that impacts you know, small business and entrepreneurs and, and that it is a game changer. But more importantly, I'm an entrepreneur first, and I know that it's important to learn how to run a business because I've also been there where it didn't work, right? So right. time and money is absolutely related to, you know, like we said at the top of the hour, it's, you know, your value, how you perceive your own value, which has, is where we have to begin is directly related to the money you make in your business because nobody else can perceive your value. If you think if you're worth, you know, you know, ten dollars an hour and that's what you you feel that you deserve and you ask for ten dollars an hour, okay, great, you'll get ten dollars an hour. But if you're asking for ten dollars an hour and you know that you're worth a hundred, but you're not asking for it and you don't feel confident in doing so and there's things that are missing, then you're just, you know, right? You're losing out. You're losing the ninety bucks an hour and you're not making the use of your time and and therefore making more money during you know that one given hour. So yeah, it's all intertwined, very much so. 
Right. Well, let's, that's a big conversation. Hold, exactly. Let's, let's hold that thought because that's part of what we're going to cover today, this whole thing about people yeah. not charging what they're worth. But a couple things yeah. about branding here real quick. You've kind of identified in a way what it is, but if you could just spell out for us your definition of the, the, the term brand so that we understand our terms here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a great question. Uh, so for me, brand is is not just logo, website, you know, the look, feel, color, um, and all of that. But it is truly the essence of the business. It's truly the essence of you. And it's uh, more simplistically, you can call it the personality of your business. Because, you know, each of us has our own personality, but it's somewhat intangible. And for me, that's what I feel a brand really is. It's the it's the intangible, intrinsic characteristics. It's the emotional, you know, connection that you um, that you make with the audience or make with your customers. And in order to understand what that is, you've got to do some self-reflection. You've got to do some inquiry and set some intention. And then um, to express that brand, then you go create the logo and the business cards and the websites and the, the color story and the, the experiences, the brand experiences and the different touch points. And so I, what I call it, and, you know, forgive me, I do work with a lot of women, but, uh, or men who get it, that's what I say, um, is that I call the logo and all of that, all of those, uh, the brand assets that we create are the jewelry that we wear in order to express the personality of our business, the brand of our business. And so the jewelry and the clothing and the, you know, the, all of that can change and adjust, but the brand really exists underneath it all. And that's how I, I, I kind of create that analogy so people can get it a little easier. So that's my take on it. Right. Right. And I think, I think that's something that we need to be very clear on is that branding is so much more than just the color scheme of the website and what the logo looks like. I have seen folks who portray themselves as branding experts or people who know branding and uh, they'll get into a two-week debate over like the exact shade of orange that you're supposed to use on the web page. And I finally had to shut one of these down by saying, look, I'm sitting <laughs> in my office right now. It's in my office right now. I have two desks right next to each other. On those two desks, I have each one has a monitor on it connected to a computer. And they're identical monitors, same size, same brand, same model, bought on the same day with the exact mm -hmm. same settings because I didn't play with the settings of either one of them. I took them out of the box and I plugged them in. And I'm right. telling you right now, I'm looking at your website on these two different monitors and I don't see the same shade of orange. So this is probably not going to be anything we're ever really going to resolve. And yes. Yeah, 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 that is not Pick branding. The branding is just, let it go. <laughs> exactly. Branding is so much more than that. We've had other folks on Business Creators Radio Show who have spoken with us about branding, and they've all said the same thing. I mean, these are people who truly do branding in their businesses right. and in their lives, and they're going to tell you it's not the exact shade of orange. It's all these other things that you've shared. So why do you think that there right. is this misconception on the market that branding is just the logo and the colors? Yeah, you know, I think I I, I really think that the um, misconception simply comes from, excuse me, I'm tongue-tied, um, comes from the fact that 
the color and the, you know, the website, the logo is somewhat tangible. It's something we can touch and right. feel and look at, right, with our, you know, our eyeballs and our, you know, we can hear it, we can see it, feel it, whatever. And so I think that's the difference is that, is, you know, we assume that what we can touch and see, right, is what is branding, is the brand. And that's why it's really important to understand that the brand that you represent and the impression that you leave is something intangible, and therefore it's a little elusive, right? And that's where I think the misconception comes from. Now, and I also right. wanted to point out, you know, brand is that stand that you take in your business. It's the positioning. It's the emotional, you know, connection as I, and perceived value, right? And branding right. is simply the process of expressing that and putting it into motion. And right. so I think that gets, you know, misconstrued as well. And then marketing, of course, is just the is, is the strategies to get your audience to know that you exist. And then selling is the next step, right? So, you know, it's so closely intertwined that I think that's where a lot of the confusion comes from. So people interchangeably use the word branding for the logos and the websites, and, and that's just where it comes from. And, I, and I'm here to, I, I, it's like, um, that's kind of my job is, I really want to help people see it a little differently for themselves because what I see and the challenges that come, you know, that people come to me with is a value conversation. It's a confidence conversation. It's a clarity. It's a direction. How do I package this? How do I speak it? How do I message it? Well, you know, and we're going to talk, talk about some of those things, those strategies, and I believe it's, it stems from a lack of clarity of what your brand is all about. Right. And that's the difference. We can go put a logo on it later, but we first have to back up and go, what is your brand all about? And then we can go create something that expresses it fully in color and design and, and all of that in the creative space. But, uh, but, yeah, I think that's where the misconception comes from is the intangible versus the tangible. We want to just hold on to the things that we can touch and feel, and really it's something much deeper. As a way of transitioning here, one of my favorite books, and this is on the list of books I read at least once a year whenever I really need uh, a little kick of inspiration, is mm -hmm. Think Big and Kick Ass in Business and Life, uh, the book that Donald Trump wrote in collaboration with Bill Zanker, who founded the Learning Annex. And Zanker tells a story that he was trying so hard to book Donald Trump to speak at the Learning Act, an Annex. He would keep calling Trump's office, and he'd keep offering numbers, how much he'd be willing to pay for Trump to come speak. And Trump's mm -hmm. office manager was taking the calls and then laughing at him and hanging up. And finally, he said, the hell with it. And he called up Trump's office, and he says, look, I would like to, I would like to book Donald Trump, and I'm willing to pay $1 million. And this time, the receptionist didn't laugh. She said, we'll get back to you. Hung up the phone, and five minutes later, Trump himself calls him and says, hey, man, I love what you're doing with the Learning Act Annex. Uh, I think this is great. $1 million is good. My lawyer will send over the paperwork. Let's do it. Yeah. Wow. So, he, so Trump wouldn't even take the call until it got to a certain amount. And then a year later, after, a year later, after Trump had been speaking at the Learning Annexes for a year and it came time to renew the contract, Trump went to Zanker and he said, okay, I need a raise. I need a million and a half dollars because your learning annex is successful because of me. And Zanker said, well, but maybe so, but we also have this. And Trump said, no, 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 no. You're successful yeah. because of me. I want a million and a half dollars. And Zanker viewed that as a bargain. So here, I mean, if you look wow. at Donald Trump, love him or hate him or say what you want about his hair, that's a brand you recognize. <laughs> 
I mean, yes. I mean, you hear the yes, word yes, Trump yes. and you see and you see the hair. That's a that's a brand, and this is somebody who has no problem at all commanding the race that he feels he deserves and getting them, or he walks away. So I think this is a yes. great opportunity for us to shift gears towards one of the things that our listeners are really looking for. Is you know, I spend a lot of time in discussion groups and forums where Donald Trump doesn't hang out, and I hear people saying, you know, I really need to raise my rates. So the question is, why can't they just raise their rates? Because the last time I checked, I mean, I know a thing or two about technology, and I know it's pretty easy to log into your WordPress site and change your rate and hit save, and then it's pretty easy to go into your shopping cart or your PayPal and change the amount there and hit save, and you do those two things, you raise your rates. So why can't people do it? Yeah, exactly. What a great story. I'm going to have to pick that book up, actually. Um, Yes. But – a very very good point. So yeah, there's what I what I find. The truth is, is you can go out there and change the prices, you know, through your technology and your website and and your price sheet and all of that. But then you've got to have the confidence and the brand and the brand more importantly the brand awareness, the brand recognition and you know the the credibility. Um, that's that's what Donald Trump created. But he did yeah. he didn't ask for a billion and a half and he just started you know, building a right. brand. He's been in that journey for quite some time. And uh, and so when I work with entrepreneurs, it's, it's honestly what stops people from asking is themselves first and their lack of confidence around going, you know, nobody's going to pay that rate. The market won't bear it. Or, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm pricing myself much higher than the next guy. You know, it's like all these excuses and questions and, and I've been there. I've done this. This is what I did, you know, just a few years ago. And, um, and so a lot of times I just recognize that they're not comfortable asking for the higher rate. They don't think people will get it. And when they get the first person that says, oh, I can't afford that or that's too high, they give up or they go, you know, it's like, okay, well, then my price is wrong and I need to lower my prices. And so here, the truth is, is I have, like you mentioned before, I have a formula that I've just identified in general, these these three pieces of the pie of the of the puzzle help to bring that you know that perceived value in ourselves first to to a higher level because you have to perceive it first. Donald Trump clearly perceives his value clearly, yeah, and he will not you know it's like he's not going to accept less per se, and he knows that he's worth at least a million dollars, not you know a hundred. <laughs> he's not worth a hundred right. bucks anymore. He's worth a million bucks, and. And I think there is a process, you know, and it's especially celebrity-wise, it's like why do celebrities earn more? Well, first of all, they're mass, you know, it's this mass of brand awareness and, and recognition. People know who they are, so therefore the demand goes up. So even in our small businesses, we have to get really clear on three things, in my opinion. One is who are we serving? Because if we are focused on the people that we're meant to serve, not just a target market, but clearly a, a – uh, I call it an it factor. That's what I call it. It's like each of us have our own it factor, and I believe that to be your in, your intentional target client. And if we focus on those individuals because those are the people that we are individually meant to serve, and I believe we're all on this earth, and it's like you can have two coaches standing next to each other. They charge the same price and um, pretty much you know provide the same results. And I'm standing in front of them, and I have to choose which one I'm going to to hire. 
I'm going to hire the one that I feel the most connection with and I, that I'm most attracted to that's more about their intrinsic characteristics versus their price or the results they're going to give me. I mean, there's right. plenty of me, right? There's plenty of you. There's plenty of people doing what we do and providing a generally the same results. But the difference Thank becomes – yeah, tons, absolutely. So this is where it's like, don't try to compete. Just try to be you and be more of it, <laughs> and um, right. and and step into you know what who you're meant to serve. And I know that there's plenty of people out there that are clearly my it factors, and they're your they're you know them because they're your favorite clients. They're the ones that when they call, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear from them, and uh-huh, they uh-huh. get the results. They um they you you work really well together, and generally yeah. they're very like-minded. And so those kind of characteristics are intrinsic. They're not circumstantial. And so I walk people through the strategy called declare your it factor. Because when we get clear on who that person is, then we're not out there trying to market ourselves and and compete on price. Because our it factors are going to want us first, and they're going to want the results that we provide, and they're going to pay the price that they that we ask because they value what we offer and we they value who we are, right? So if yeah, you're yeah. constantly competing on price and out there trying to, you know, uh, you know, maneuver through the marketplace on that alone, you're, you're going to feel like you're always coming up short. So the it factor is one of the first things I walk clients through. Second, that second strategy, um, part of my formula, is really, really getting connected to the remarkable results that you make and that you provide people, that that transformation, that outcome. And it's more than, you know, I mean, we all here somehow probably save time for people or we make more money for them or what have you. But we've got to connect to personally, doesn't mean we have to go tell the world, but we've got to connect first to what how we make a difference for, for people. And if you don't feel that you can make a difference for people, you won't charge accordingly. Right. If if you you know if you have a coaching program or you make websites and you're like well I can't you know I mean I I make great websites but maybe they're only worth five hundred it's like that's what you'll charge and that and why you know it's like why if if you know if other people are charging five thousand why are you charging five hundred and I'm I'm not saying yeah. one's right or wrong but the point is for the same effort you could be making five thousand if you understood the value that you bring to the table. And uh, so that second strategy is to really get clear on the remarkable results that you personally create and bring to the table for people and for your clients. And and there's an emotional reason people buy, and that's, you know, we all buy on emotion. We know that. And they're buying the result. They're not buying just the how. Not to say they don't need to buy into how you do it, like right, you know, it's like uh, I, I give this example. You know, I love Tony Robbins. I, I pay attention to him and have watched him since I was, I think he was 19. And the right. truth is, is he changes people's lives uh, very drastically and and powerfully. And one of his hows is to walk on hot coals. I mean, that's like something right. he does in one of his workshops, right? And the truth is, if I want to change my life, and I do not want to buy the how then I probably won't sign up. But if I'm willing, you know, not only to experience his, you know, uh, the difference that he makes. I mean, he's had tons of experience and he knows how to make it happen. And I'm willing to potentially walk on some hot coals <laughs> for it. Right. Then I'm going to say yes, right? 
but I have to first be willing to buy the result that he provides. And and so people want to know why should I buy you? They're asking about the results that you bring. And then you can explain and how I do that and how I deliver that result is through, you know, a coaching program or through a website or through, you know, whatever your service or product is. And people aren't buying just the product, they're buying the result the product provides. And so when we right. can connect to that really deeply, uh, then you then start to see that your value is much higher than what you're probably perceiving at this given moment. And that is where it starts. You've got to know who you're talking to that is your perfect client, right, your, your it factor. Then you've got to connect to your remarkable results. And then finally, you've got to do the work when it comes to developing and delivering a brand um, and expressing your brand and being – you know, building your credibility and connecting with more and more people. So it's like the reason Donald Trump and so many celebrities, even for that matter, can raise their prices is because they're known by millions. It's like their following is huge. And there's a price right. that's an asset, right? Our list, for example, is an asset. So as your list goes up, as your following goes up, as your proof, your social proof goes up, then your price can go up. But if you haven't built and done the work, you know, to really connect with all of those strategies and to connect with your brand and to really get clear on the position, you know, like you brought up Larry Wingett um, earlier, and I love Larry. I mean, I think, you know, yeah. he is, you either hate him or love him because he's just very positioned, right? He's very opinionated, yeah. and, and I love that. It's like be pick a position and and stand for it. And, and he is building a following that it's like, you know, he can ask for the money he asked for to speak in front of the stage, but he, he'll he be the first one to tell you that it's like, it took 20 years. I, I started at $500, a, you know, a speaking engagement. Oh, yeah, 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 25000 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, well, yeah. When he was on the Business Creators Radio Show, he went through the whole thing of his journey of self-discovery and everything else. Yep. He wasn't always the pit bull of personal development. He became a pit bull because of his... Yes. Struggles and, uh, and you know, you know, you know. Since you bring up Larry here, um, you know, a few weeks ago, I can't remember exactly where it was. I think somewhere it was in California, and uh, there was a uh, and there was somebody. I think it was a mayor or a city council person or something. I know I'm mixing up right. some of the logistics, but I remember the story was there was a conversation about bullying, and this and this public official said, you know what? Uh, I think it's time for kids to just grow a pair. <laughs> right. And, and, the media, and the media put two and two together to say, yeah, sounds like Larry Wingett. And then Larry jumps in and says, well, hell yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. He, he, said, <laughs> I mean, he just gets right, in, gets right in front of it. I mean, love him or hate him, I mean, he, he gets right in front of it. And that's, you know, to me, that's you know, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm talking about here. So um, yeah. another thing yeah. is, is I, as I see folks who are, you know, some of our business creators, uh, people who are like web designers and transcriptionists, and social media managers and virtual assistants, what they run yep. into a lot is they'll make their value proposition, they'll make their offer, and then and then the client says or the prospect says, don't insult me like that. I can get the same thing on Elance for $5. So you either lower your rate to $5 or don't ever call me again. And meanwhile, these people are thinking, well, I never called you in the first place. You called me. And, uh, and what I, and what, and what I see, and here's what I teach them to do. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no real need for a real long conversation at that point. All you need to say no. is, cool, let me know how it works out for you. That's right. Yeah, just you don't, you don't, have, to, you don't have to say. 
Yeah, you don't have yeah. to say, sorry, we couldn't do business, or keep us in mind, or, or, or do you know anybody? Just say, cool, let's know how it works out for you. And, that, and yeah, I mean, I've, done, I've done that a few times in my business. And, and I mean, I didn't, I've never done any hard statistics on it, but I think that one of three things, uh, I think there have been one of three results. The majority of the time, I never hear from or about those people again, because with that mindset, they ain't going no place, number one. The second group are those who have, uh, by the time they get around to me, they've given money to every single one of my competitors oh, yeah. and can tell me the dollar <laughs> amounts, the dollar amounts, which were more than I was going to charge them for yeah. less work and results that they didn't get that I know I could have delivered in my sleep. And they say, That's well, you right. know, I'm kind of broke now, and, and I was wondering if you could give me a discount. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not going to give you a discount. I'm going to add a waste removal fee because i got to clean up this mess that all my competitors left behind. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and, and, yeah. If they, and if they I object to that, again, and if they object, I say, you know, I mean, you know, no long debates, no, you know, in, you know, invective or anything like that. I say, okay, I understand. So, I mean, like, let's say, for instance, I say that when they come back to me, I now need $5,000. I say, okay, that's cool. Um, I understand you have a $5,000 decision make here, $5,000 decision to make here, so just let me know how I can support you in that. Yes, yeah. I do that as well, and um, and I don't know where the question is, but I would, I'll just speak to it because it's so true. You know, you're going to have people that are not clearly your it factors that are right. are shopping at a certain price. Like the person that says, I can do that at $5, great, I understand. Sometimes, you know, we're just not the right fit for each other. I mean, it's real simple. Right. It's like I'm not going to lower my rate because you think you can find it, you know, cheaper somewhere else. You, here's the thing. If you have people paying your price, there's no reason to lower it for someone else. They just aren't your it factor, and they can go find someone that fits them. And yep. that's the beauty of really getting clear that not everyone is your, is your client. Not everyone is meant to be your client. And, however, if you, you've got to make sure, you know, on the flip side, that you're really clear on, you know, the, the results that you give, you're able to articulate it, you're able to speak their language, which is another strategy I use called mimic your market. And when it comes to messaging and things like that, it's really being able to speak their language so they can hear you first and then they can ask questions and then they can, you know, get engaged with the conversation. And if you've done all that and it really is just about money, then you know, it's just about money. And some people just don't, I'm clear, some people just don't have it in the bank. But right. I have had situation after situation, and it's like six months later, they still value who I am and what I've done and what I can bring to the table, that there's, now they have found the money. Right. Now they're ready. And, it, you know, I think a huge part of every client decision is readiness. You know, we right. all... That isn't, I mean, you just think about it. At any, any given moment, we each have 100 bucks, right? We have 100 bucks exactly. in the bank, on the debit card, whatever. At any given moment, we spend, we make a choice to spend that same 100 bucks on food, on our rent, on a business coach, on a website, on anything at any given moment. It's not about cat I toys. can't afford it. Cat Do toys. The cat toys, because my cats are staring oh. at me right now. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, so it's it's so, you know, if you can remember that any given moment is a choice at that, you know, of how to spend that money cuz they'll they'll go this is the thing. I have run into people that they so I can't afford you. 
and they will turn around and go buy a, a life a different coach or a or a different service. They'll go invest the same amount of money in a website, but they just told right. me they can't afford me. And so what I start to realize, number one, it, uh, of course, it helps me go, okay, it really isn't about the money. Like that's when I started to see the formula come into play. Um, right. When I, you know, when I was developing this, and I, it was just through my own experience, and and I was like, interesting. I don't have to let that injection, you know, derail me because I get it. Some people just simply are not ready to spend the money on what I am providing them. They're not ready. Wow. They don't want to change, right? So, but they'll go, whatever they're valuing, whatever their pain point is. Okay, however painful. So something must have been more painful, and that's why they're they're willing to go spend five thousand on this, something else or whatever you know the price is. And so that starts to shift your mindset of discounting and having to lower my rate and and all of that. It's not about being you know excuse my French like a hard ass about it. It's simply about standing in your confidence that what the results that you bring, the social proof that you have, it's like I have results from clients now. You know, it's like, and sometimes we have to work up to that, especially if we're a startup. You've got to work up to, hey, you know, I've got a whole list of clients that have gotten results. And as you get more and more clients, your value goes up. And also your demand goes up. So as demand goes up, as your brand awareness and your your reputation and your um, you know your credibility and you're starting to speak, for instance, on stage and you're right. building that higher paid authority figure, you know it's like all of those pieces start coming together. Your price will naturally go up, and you're getting better and better at what you do. Therefore, the value is higher, and we have to see it first in order for us to ask for it, in order for others to pay for it. And that's my offer for people. I don't want people out there constantly discounting themselves because the next person won't have a problem with your price. They see the value right. and they're ready to do business with you. And if they oh, have, right. you know, and, yeah. and that's the difference, right? It's like just because that one person, and you do, you said exactly the right thing. It's like, you know, I know it's a money decision. You know, is there something I can support you in making that decision or have I answered all your questions or do we need to make a payment plan? But a payment plan is not so bad, right, as long as you're not right. discounting the value of your service. Like, just make a payment plan. Who cares? <laughs> right? You know. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I, I mean, that's what I tell people all the time, like clients of mine. If, you know, if the price is too high, well, you know, the, you know speaking at it from a website conversions point of view, then yep. you do a prepay plan or you do a financing plan. Sure, you add another 10% of that to cover the fact that you're yep, waiting for absolutely. the money. Not, not, not just some a- people. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I apologize for going off tangent here, but some people get ridiculous with this financing thing where they'll uh, offer payment plans on their products and services, but if you take the payment plan, you're going to end up paying like 80 or 60 or 40% more. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I can see that's a good too 10% much. or a good 20% just because you have to wait longer yeah. for the money. There's more uncertainty. And for your convenience, you can slow play on the, you can slow play on the pay. But, uh, right. but, yeah, I mean, I think it's completely ethical. Charge a little bit more because I know when I finance things, it's, I mean, there's this, you know, there's called interest, there's financing yeah. <laughs> there's fees, there's cost. loan fees. It's no different in business because when you are That's making right. payments to somebody or you're accepting payments from somebody, you are extending or receiving a loan. Yes, exactly. And when you start to, th- when you start to think of it that way, you're not buying into their poverty of, 
well, I can't do this right now or something. You're giving them another way to take a stand for themselves. I didn't want to go off on this tangent, but I want to mention it just yeah. very briefly. I, I, yeah, sometimes I hear sometimes I hear the whole debate about, uh, well, if we offer payment plans, we're just indulging their poverty mindset. Well, you know, the thing is, I'll tell you, I personally, I don't have a poverty mindset. I have a Mm-mm. be careful how I spend my money mindset. I certainly have one of those, and I'm proud of that. But I don't have a poverty yeah. mindset. But very often I will take up on the payment plan, even though I know it's going to cost me a little bit more, and even though I could theoretically just drop the change you know, in one lump sum right now. But I right. just like having more loose cash. Yes, discretionary. It's that simple. Loose, yeah, it's available. Yeah, I love that. And I do yeah. agree with you. I think I don't think we need to, you know, charge some astronomical, you know, upcharge just before, you know, right. to have it installed. And I think the other part of it is if you do pay, you know, pay in full up front, then you do get that benefit of having, you know, getting to pay less, right? But it's not. Yeah. My rate is my rate, and I'm not discounting it, but there is, you know, a substantial discount if you pay in full now versus paying over time. But I'm I'm completely open to, you know, how do we work out an installment plan or how do we make payments or, you know, make it work for people. I mean, you know, like right. fine. But um, and there is an administrative cost to that. I mean, there is a process, and you're buying, you know, time, and like you just said, you're borrowing time. And uh, but I, I agree with that. I don't, I don't think we need to go crazy with it. But I, I do agree that there's got to be an incentive to pay in full. If you if it was exactly the same price, most people would do installment. Like why right. would I want to let go of you know a big chunk of change all at once if the price is exactly the same? So it's just a it's it's psychological, <laughs> you know. Right. And, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so when we build a different frame about it, now we are not buying into people's poverty mindsets. We're helping them take a strong stand for themselves is what we're doing. I, yes. I don't like yeah. when I hear people say, never offer payment plans because you're just indulging somebody's poverty mindset. How about no, helping people take a stand on the ground they're on right now? That's, that's what I say, and I just gave my own story. A lot of times I'll take the payment plan even if I can afford it all up front just because I don't want to be short the cash. It's sometimes yeah, as simple I agree. as that because – because I live on as little cash as I absolutely have to, and I save the rest because I'm thinking about a future here. I'm not thinking about I want to just take all my discretionary money and throw it at coaching programs because I don't need that many. So when I invest in yeah, something, sure. I go all the way. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and it's just right. it's just a personal choice. And I think the easier that we make it, you know, available for people to say yes to themselves, to say yes to whatever they're investing in, whatever our products and services it are, right, then right. um, you know we're 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 making sure you know it's like in in a sales conversation or I call them service conversations because we're there to invite people to get what they're wanting right right if we have a result and a, a, a solution to the problem they're having then we're inviting them to solve it and we can right. you know work with them to do that and uh, and more importantly you know if they are clear that you're the choice like no it's not you it's just the money. Well, then why not make it, you know, an option for them to be able to say yes, you know, so right. give them the installment plan. Yeah, so that's just, I know we went off the tangent. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, but I think, I, think this, I think this is important. I think it's important yeah. for both the recipient and the offerer of payment yeah. plans. And, and I think this also influences your pricing. And another thing that I'm hoping that our listeners can hear and tie this to everything you've shared with us so far in, in the past uh, 48 minutes you've been with us is – that if you have a challenging time asking for the dollar amount you know you're worth because people will come and say, well, I can't afford that, 
what can you do to help them afford it? Because we can talk about poverty mindsets all day long, but sometimes there does just get to a point where people only have so much money this month, and no, they don't want to run off their credit cards. So that's, I also think that's completely unfair if you say, well, they have a credit yeah. card, they can just run it up. Well, I know what it feels like to be, I know what it feels like to listen to that advice one too many times. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that needs to be a personal decision of how they manage their money. And the truth is, yeah. if they value, you know, what you offer at that given moment and they are absolutely like, I've got to have it right now, I don't want to delay anymore, whatever, then they'll take that risk. I mean, every, you know, they'll take that hit on the credit card or whatever it is. But that's not, you know, it's not up to you as the, or at least in my opinion, you know, for us to solve that problem of how they're going to pay for it. But it's right. to help them see that, you know, potentially if if what we're offering them is something that will help them make the money in return, like there's an ROI on the things that we provide them, then, you know, then great. You know, then it's like however we can help them make that decision easier I think is fair. And um, and you're right. You know, if you are out there trying to get the prices that you want and you're not getting people to say yes, I would say first it could be, um, some of this foundation that I've talked about today, some of these strategies haven't been handled or are 100%, you know, connected to. You know, maybe you're not clear on who your, you know, it factor is. Maybe you're not really solid on the results that you make and being able to articulate them. Maybe you haven't done the work and, and built a brand that's really, you know, uh, spreading like wildfire and people really understand what your brand stands for. You know, it's like those things all have to be addressed. And ultimately, you know, are you making the results and do you have clients, do you have proof that the results work? And that alone will help to raise your confidence that you are worth what you're asking. And if it's a money objection, sometimes maybe it's just a sales conversation we need to work on. Because, right. you know, a lot, we just let the objection rule the conversation. And um, <laughs> I read this article one time, it's, it's like, ask for the money, and then put a, stick a lollipop in your mouth. And I was like, I love that. I, I love that. It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing about uh, lay down your offer and then shut and be up quiet. because the first yeah, person you speak loses. Yeah. Or actually, not yeah. the first person you speak loses. It's it's. Uh, no. I don't, I don't want to say it that way. If you speak, right. you lose. If they speak, they win. It's how I like to say it, actually. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and, and and you're probably right. It's not even a win-lose. It's just simply let them, you know, you've delivered the price. So you've already explained the results it can bring. Let them think through it. And sometimes they're thinking out loud. They're they're speaking yeah. all of their thoughts, you know, their objections, and they're like, well, how do I do this? And he's like, oh, I can't afford that. Or, you know, it's like they're completely just dumping all of the thoughts that they have. And right. it's like, okay, be quiet and let that happen, you know, and sometimes – then you can have a conversation and help them make a decision. So, yeah, good Absolutely. point. Absolutely. So uh, I just have one more question for you here. Uh, if you can sure. just lay this down for us uh, pretty quick here is if, uh, if I were, let's say, for instance, I was one of your clients and I came to you and I said, you know, look, what can I do to start elevating my value? What's the one thing or what's the quick three-step process or what is it that I can start immediately putting into action to start elevating my value? What would you tell me? You know, so, uh, probably let, less all of the strategies that we've talked about today, which, you know, I support people in. I think the next thing is to start elevating your your pay to your higher authority, excuse me, your authority status. So get okay. out there, get visible, 
because the more visible you are, the more demand you'll have, and the more, and that's where some of the value comes from. That's part of the formula. So start speaking. Start, I mean, hello, radio shows, whatever it takes. You know, start getting out there and become that expert and that authority. If you are sitting behind your desk and you are hidden from everyone's view, you're not building your value. That's probably just a quick answer. Um, you know, a very fast strategy that you can immediately implement is to build visibility, and that will help to increase your value as well. Right. I like that. I like that a lot. And, uh, how, I mean, just think about it. I'll throw out a couple ideas and then tell me what others you have. In terms of building authority, I mean, what do we do? Mm -hmm. We find places to be seen saying yep. the things that we want to be recognized for. And a couple easy places, right. you know, there's some things right in front of us right now. I mean, I pretty much guarantee that, like, 85 to 90 percent of our listeners have at least one or two social media accounts open on their browsers right now while they're listening. Yes. To I'm conducting this interview, and I have my Facebook and my LinkedIn open, and I've looked at them while I've been interviewing you. So I'm pretty sure that most folks out there could go do a status update right now and say something inspirational that will get people thinking, yeah, this person has a clue about this thing. They know what they're talking yep. about. I want to hear more. You can do that right this minute. Uh, you can yes. issue a press release, and there are so many resources for doing that. Speak with me. I know some. Uh, you, could, uh, you could do a media strategy to get interviewed by reporters. Uh, you, could, right. uh, you could get yourself booked on radio shows like the Business Creators Radio Show. That makes you an there you authority go. <laughs> being interviewed by others. I, 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 right. I had to put it out there because it's true. It's true. And I found yes, the Business Creators Radio Show because it helps accentuate my authority status because I expose our listeners to folks like you who have some great gifts for them. And right. I also would recommend you know, find people who need people to present on your teleseminars, webinars, and Google Hangouts who need guest experts because that makes you a guest expert. And you yeah. want to know a great place? Yeah. You want to know a great place to get interview to get interviewed? Approach anybody who runs some kind of continuity monthly coaching program where they promise their members a guest expert every week or every month. I can guarantee you they will put you on as long as you have something valuable to say and you don't have a reputation for being a scumbag crook. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. is, they are hard up for people. They are so hard up in almost all cases. They will find a place for you as long as you meet those criteria, as long as you deliver real value and your message is consistent with the value of their program. They will find a place for you, and you will be yeah. that guest expert. I mean, I do, I do a ton of these, and I, and I do them all day long. I, it's, it, it's, it's that valuable to me. And so yeah. these are just a few places right there. And another thing is get in discussion groups on Facebook and LinkedIn. And when you're in discussion groups with people who are your potential customers and clients, people who are peers, even competitors in your industry, and people who are also peers and competitors in your industry who are a level or two above you, oh, I love this, I love this. Work, get in discussion groups and interact with people who are further along in your market than you are for two reasons. Reason number one, even though they may be further along than you, you have mm -hmm. something to offer them. You have some gap that they need filled. And when you fill that gap for them, you become their guru. And number two, all the up-and-comers and all the prospects and future customers who are watching the conversation, they see you, they see you interacting with them peer-to-peer. -peer. They say, wow, that's, uh, yeah, it must be, you know, that, you know, that, uh, that, that Jenna Rodriguez, she must be one of those big people. I should probably call her. 
Yeah, right. It's it's kind of like who do you, the five people that you surround yourself with rule, you know, that whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Put yourself in places that make more sense. You know, if you want to play bigger, you got to play with those that are playing bigger. And exactly. I think that's an excellent point. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Jenna, first of all, let me thank you so much for taking time out of, I know, your very busy schedule here to uh, join us at, uh, here at the Business Creators Radio Show today. This has been an adventure and an education. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much, Adam. This has been fantastic. I love your platform. I love what, you know, what you're sharing with people, and I'm just really honored to uh, be included in that. So thank you. Well, before we send you on your way here, uh, let's just uh, give you the floor here for about two minutes and just tell our listeners who have been hearing everything you've said and are on the edge of their seats thinking, I want to get more of this. How can they get a hold of you? Where do they go? Sure. The the quickest, easiest route to me is uh, certainly visit me at my website, uh, Brand with Jenna, and that's J-E-N-A, one N, dot com. And there you'll find not only some free resources and assessments that you can, you know, opt in for and take advantage of, and I even have upcoming events on occasion, for instance, next week and here in Houston, I've got a one-day event, um, which is a great place to connect. And also, there's usually a big green button, um, or at least it's green right now, that says apply for strategy session. You know, apply for complimentary 30 minutes with me just to talk about what is going on for you. So I invite anyone to to get to my website, and all of that is there on the home page. And my social media links, all of that's right there, my email. You can reach out to me any way you would like so we can just connect and get to know each other. So. That's the best way. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely fantastic. I've had a chance to check out your website myself, and I think it's great. And I also want to remind everybody who listens to the Business Creators Radio Show that you can check out all of our previous episodes just by going to our website, and also you can check out our directory of guest experts. And on the directory, you can find Jenna Rodriguez, and you can see her biography, you can see this guest appearance and any others that we may have her on for in the future, hint, hint. And, uh, and uh, you also will find links to her website, to her social media platform, so you can pretty much pick your pleasure in terms of how you reach out. We do this for all of our guest experts because here at the Business Creators Radio Show, we're all about creating community. So, again, Jenna, thank you again thank you. Uh, for educating our audience and educating me. Uh, I feel that I've yeah. learned a few things today that and I've been studying this subject for years, and as I promised uh, before we even started the show here and we were speaking before we started, I knew I was going to pick up another piece on this. Even though you're about the fourth person we've had on the Business <laughs> Creators Radio Show on this topic, there's so much there. There's so much there that you need to just keep studying it because you will gain something. And I feel I've gained a tremendous amount from you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and I'm glad to be of service. So thanks, Adam. You bet. And for everybody listening, once again, this is Adam Homey, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators Radio Show. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated and helps us help more business creators just like you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great week. Take care.